This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. This is episode number seven of the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. And today we have a very special guest, and I say very special because um, our guest today is uh, not only a uh, local Cooper City business owner, he's also a Cooper City resident. And today we have Giancarlo Perez with Brightway Insurance in Cooper City. How are you today, Giancarlo? Doing very good, doing very good, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing really well, really well. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm excited to kind of dig in and yeah, my pleasure, man. So let's kind of get right into it. Um, Why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about your business? Tell us a little bit about Brightway Insurance and what you do over there. Uh, Well, I mean, uh, Brightway Insurance, we're uh, an independent insurance agency. Uh, We tend to uh, work with uh, several different carriers as opposed to being your uh, typical captive agent that can only deal with one company. So um, you know, specialize in homeowners, auto insurance, uh, business insurance, um, you know, and pretty much just uh, have a pretty big network of agents throughout the entire state of Florida. Started off relatively small in Jacksonville and uh, slowly over the last 10 years, they've been opening up uh, offices all throughout the state. You know, try to keep one in each neighborhood, uh, create that local atmosphere, help out the local residents. And, you know, it's it's always an advantage that the uh, the agent also lives in the area that he's uh, marketing and dealing with. You know? So he knows the uh, trials and tribulations that the, uh, the the homeowners deal with in the area. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. How, and how did you get into the insurance business? Tell us a little bit about your journey, how you how you uh, ended up being a uh, Brightway insurance agency owner. I mean, it, it honestly started off, um, I guess, just like anything else. It was a, it was a job uh, when I was uh, out of college. I uh, started working at a captive agency, uh, at an all-state agency. Uh, was there for I'd say about five or six years. Um, you know, it's it was a business type and the the business model. I mean, it really interested me. But I was never in the um, the independent side of the business. I, you know, dealing with Allstate, I knew all of Allstate's products. But being on the independent side, it's a completely different beast because you got you know twenty, thirty different companies that you got to deal with and be uh, uh, familiar with. So it was always a field, an area that I was uh, interested in getting into, but kind of didn't have anybody to. Uh, to hold my hand or give me some guidance. Uh, and then one day in the mail, coincidentally, around the same time that I was thinking of trying to uh, do something on my own, as opposed to working for somebody else, um, received an advertisement in the mail from Brightway Insurance, uh, you know, advertising that they're an independent uh, franchise agency. Um, you could be an agency owner and they kind of, you know, give you the the outline and, you know, that little bit of handholding that I was hoping to get to be able to get into the independent market and, you know, kind of just started from there in 2009. Um, our first uh, agency was on uh, Flamingo and Shirley in the uh, countryside shops. We were there for, I'd say, about a little over five years. And then uh, now we're in uh, Sheridan Street and Flamingo Road, just about a mile south. Uh, but always been around the, you know, Cooper City, Rock Creek area. Nice, nice. And yeah, that's one thing um, you certainly notice, right? But people oftentimes nowadays, they don't, they find that they don't necessarily need to go into an office, but mm-hmm. even though, even so having somebody that is local to the area that lives in the community, that's kind of involved with the community is definitely a, an advantage for, for folks seeking. Most definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a completely different experience than just calling a 1-800 customer service center and dealing with someone in another state or another country for that matter. So yeah, you know, it, it definitely gives you that nice warm feeling that you got somebody nearby 
you know, if, if you ever need to reach out to them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's why I was excited to have you on. Anytime I have a, you know, a business owner that, that has a business in Cooper city and lives in Cooper city, that's like a, that's a double bonus for us here. Cause we're all about yeah. growing and promoting our, our, our own, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, sir. Our own, so, our own little uh, slice of heaven here in uh, Southwest Broward County. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So tell, tell us a little bit about, um, I, I mean, I know the insurance world for many can be overwhelming um, mm -hmm. and just thinking about dealing with insurance issues uh, can be stressful yeah. for the average person. What would you say are some I don't know, common um, myths or misconceptions um, that people hear about the insurance agency as a whole? I mean, I, I, I know, especially with the way the market has been going over the last couple of years, you know, a lot of customers have been dealing with uh, either companies that have gone bankrupt or companies that are pulling out of the state of Florida, non-renewing accounts, you know, it's uh, exposure management at the end of the day. And I guess one of the, the misconceptions that I definitely want to get out there is a lot of people kind of, um, they tend to take that a little bit personal to where it's uh, kind of a reflection on themselves or that they were specifically chosen, uh, which is definitely not the case. I mean, it's, it, it, it's a matter of uh, risk assessment, uh, ultimately. And, you know, certain companies that if they're paying out too much in losses, uh, you know, they they just cannot afford to, to continue moving forward. So they have to do the you know, non-renewals and cancellations and all that. Um, you know, the, the insurance companies aren't definitely out to, uh, to just uh, collect money and not want to pay out. Um, that's another misconception is that, uh, you know, they like to collect, collect, collect and not pay out and in claims but it's it's quite the opposite and that, that's why some companies were a little bit more generous than others when it came to their claims payout and ultimately uh they just couldn't uh sustain that model and, and had to end up pulling out um but you know it's it's it, it's it's a difficult thing if if i if i didn't work in insurance day in or day out as long as i did i mean i i don't deal with uh with health and life insurance uh, but whenever I have to review those policies on my own, even being an insurance agent, I, you know, I, I kind of get overwhelmed with those. Uh, so I could see that happening a lot with, uh, you know, homeowners, auto insurance. You know, it's it's, it's one of those subjects that uh, you probably got to hopefully only deal with it once or twice a year when your renewals come around and you don't have to deal with a loss or anything like that. But it, it could get overwhelming, especially if you don't um, if you don't understand the industry, the, the, the coverages and what essentially you're really paying towards. So I, I always try to, um, whenever I deal with a customer, I pretty much treat it as if it were my own policy, uh, provide them all the different options and, you know, I like to explain every single solitary thing. So that way, you know, they're able to make an educated decision and, you know, select the policy that makes them most comfortable at the end of the day. Cause that's, uh, that's what you're buying when you're buying insurance, you're buying a, a sheet of paper that's giving you a guarantee and a certain level of, uh, of backing that, you know, God forbid something were to happen. Uh, you have a company that's going to step in and, and try to make you hold again. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and to speak to this idea of having a, an agent, somebody local in the community that you can trust. Uh, it's just so important for an industry like insurance, um, mm -hmm. same, similar with like with an accountant or a financial advisor. There has to yeah, be we, we, we a know relationship the there, struggles. right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, Cause you said, it's just a piece of paper um, and, and you want to make sure that the person that's consulting you with that has your best interest in mind most, always. And it's all about- most definitely. And it's not, and it's not a, it's not a cheap piece of paper either, which, which is the other <laughs> thing that I, you know, I, I, I do, I do acknowledge that we're paying, uh, we're paying a good amount of premiums down here, and you know, it's, uh, times will get better, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I try to, 
I, I try to make it as easy as and understandable as possible. And, you know, just just let them know. Yes. You know, God forbid something does happen we're we're here to help out in whichever way we can. And we're uh, residents of the community. So I, I go. I'm a homeowner. I deal with the insurance the same way I, you know, as any other consumer does. I, I don't get any uh, any breaks because I'm an insurance agent. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it does uh, give me a little bit of an upper hand in, in helping customers out in our area because I I'm going through it myself. <laughs> All right. So um, real quickly, you said it will get better. I think yes. you were alluding to what's going on right now with the homeowner's insurance issue. Can you tell us a little bit about for the average person out there that sees their premiums shooting up and finds it harder and harder to find coverage? Mm -hmm. like, what's going on with that, man? I mean, there, there's definitely um, there, there was some legislation that was passed through a couple months ago. Um, that is really um, that it's going to start curbing the the issue that we're having because I mean ultimately what kind of put us in the positions that we're in is that uh, there was a, a lot of insurance abuse unfortunately and you know with the way insurance is built is it's everybody contributing towards a pot and then that pot it was used to pay out in losses in the area but if too many people are sticking their hand in that same pot and you know getting more money than what they really should then you know the insurance company's got to got to make up for that at the end of the day. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to say, it, but it's, it's a business ultimately. And it has to make mm -hmm. a financial sense uh, for everybody involved. So there, there was legislation passed through because I mean, ultimately it is, um, it's a problem that's made its way to Tallahassee and, you know, they, they got to keep a close eye on it because it could, like I tell people, it could create a slippery slope if we continue in the trend that we're going now to where insurance premiums are just sky, skyrocketing year after year. Um, it starts becoming an affordability factor, you know, between insurance, property taxes, mortgages. I mean, it's, it could be, it could get scary if, if everybody's insurance is in a price range to where they're not able to handle it and keep their, uh, their lender happy. So legislation was passed through to kind of, you know, uh, govern a, a couple things uh, with uh, public adjusters, attorneys, time frame to report claims, time frame for the insurance companies to go out and do inspections of these properties as well. So, they're uh, they're they're implementing changes here and there to uh, to to right this shit because it 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 has to be it has to be corrected one way or the other. So I'm I'm very confident that uh, that that we'll get there. With, I wasn't doing insurance when uh, when Andrew came around the area in 1992, but I imagine the insurance agents at that time were uh, were going through a bit of a headache because that storm was a big eye opener, and you know it's mm -hmm. kind of that thing when you where you go through that purge every 10 or 15 years where you kind of hit a a rough spot and then you know hopefully hopefully we could get a couple easy storm seasons to where things start loosening up again but they they, they will get better they have to get better is, is what i tell myself <laughs> uh, well 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 said and and you know i'm i'm not one that's usually for uh more red tape and, and, mm -hmm. and more um you know, bureaucracy and government uh, intervention but in this instance yeah. I am all for yeah, it because it's, it's important. Yeah, they, 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 they have to at the end of the day. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, but, but yeah, somebody, somebody had to step in and kind of uh, stop, stop the bleeding one way or the other, and and mm -hmm. and and correct what's going on. And the, the, the companies, there's new companies that are slowly starting to come into the market, and they're implementing certain changes, and they're on the writing guidelines, giving customers more abilities to get discounts added onto their policies. You know based on safeguarding issues, water, uh, water leak dete uh, detectors on their properties, uh, you know, uh, hurricane and protection features. So they're, they're doing what they can to, uh, to, to kind of get these rates lowered, give customers more options and uh, give them a little bit of breathing room on these premiums. All right. Well, I'm, 
Very glad to hear that. So thank you for sharing that with us. I, I didn't know yeah. there was legislation on the horizon and that things were hopefully getting better. So thanks for uh, yeah. They 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 definitely will. That that's what I, that's what I continue to tell myself every morning. The minute I get that foot off the bed, it, things will get better every day. <laughs> mm, nice. Well, anyway, let's let's go get a little bit lighter for a second. All um, right. Tell us a little bit about about what you like to do for fun. I mean, honestly, uh, I. My my main idea of fun is is hanging out with um, with my family, my two girls. Uh, you know, maybe uh, you know going around the block, riding bicycle, taking them to the local park. Um, you know, now they're uh, you know with the Super Mario movie, they're big fans of uh, Super Mario games. So you know, sit down and play games with them. But it, my my idea with fun is 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 hanging out with my kids and just you know doing doing uh, little eventful things with them here and there. Awesome. And how old, how old are they? Uh, my oldest is nine now. Uh, my youngest just turned four a little bit over a month ago. Nine and four. Awesome. Yeah. yeah my, my yeah. oldest turned 11 and then my youngest is uh, turning nine. So we're a little bit, a little bit ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all good and exciting, fun stuff to come. Cool, man. So um, yeah, a little more um, serious side. Let's yes. um, can you tell us a little bit about maybe, I don't know, one, hardship or life challenge, something that, that you've experienced that you could now say that you're better off for having, having gone through it? I mean, I, I wouldn't say um, that, that I've had one specific hardship. I mean, I, I, I've been pretty lucky to where, you know, my, I didn't have too many hardships. I mean, my, my parents were very hardworking uh, individuals, always made sure that food was on the table for me and my sister. Um, to, to say that I had a specific life, life I guess the, I didn't think this question would be so hard to answer, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, the, the biggest challenge that I can say I've faced in life is when I decided to go ahead and go off on my own and try to open up my own business. Um, it was a very scary thing. Um, what made me comfortable in doing it was what, what I had mentioned before. I had my mother and my father behind me just giving me the support, giving me the, uh, the, 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 the backing and the reassurance that I needed that, you know, give it a try. Give it your best. Don't, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but we have faith that you can pull it off. And, you know, you're, you're going to face your struggles on a daily basis, uh, you know, as you go building this business. But if you just continue working at it and you put your, your heart into it, it'll, it'll end up working out. So. Uh, you know, first first couple of years were tough, as with any business, um, uh, getting everything built up and with all the expenses. But it was just a matter of continuing to to push forward, even with all the challenges that you face in business, all the, you know, having a change for, for the industry and uh, approach different marketing techniques and things like that. So, uh, you know, I, I'd say that's that's as much of a hardship, honestly, that I've that, that I guess I could refer back to and say that's what kind of keeps me going and is and has me where I'm at is, you know, that I just continue pushing back basically. <laughs> What's the one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business? What's the one thing they wish I knew? Um, I mean, that, 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 that ultimately it's, um, I, I mean, speaking for myself, it's not a matter. We, we want to establish relationships with our customers. We want our customers to, to trust us and know at the end of the day, uh, that we have their their best interests at heart. We're not um, we're we're not. I I I hate to kind of single them out, but it's not like a used car salesman approach to where it's just numbers, numbers, numbers. Go go go. Move on to the next. Um, you know, 
we, 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 we want to get to know you. We want to establish long-term relationships with you. And we want to, we want you to know that you can trust us, uh, with these, uh, you know, insurance policies, making sure that we're doing it right by you and, you know, not just selling you a sheet of paper and then moving on to the next. All right. How can our listeners learn more, contact you? I don't know, stop by your office if they're, if they're in the neighborhood. Uh, I mean, they're, they're more than welcome. We're, we're located, um, we're on the northeast corner of uh, Flamingo, and, uh, Flamingo and Sheridan Street. Uh, so a small shopping center. There's a um, Wells Fargo Bank, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, they're more than welcome to stop by. Our website is uh, Brightway Cooper City. That's uh, B-R-I-G-H-T-W-A-Y coopercity.com or they can just contact our office at uh, 954-652-2400 we'll be more than happy to uh, help out in guiding whichever way we can wonderful well Giancarlo thank you so much for coming on the show it was uh, great getting a chance to learn a little bit more about Brightway Insurance and a little bit more about you Um, hope you have a wonderful wonderful week And um, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on the Good Neighbor Podcast. And until next time, have a great day. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com. Or call 954-231-3170. 